stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live ones too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theatre. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I need it. I don't think he felt anything. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 48. I'm Tawny Santabria. And I'm JDK Winnikin. Back again for the 48th time to debunk the junk. Almost there. (laughs) Almost to 50. Almost to 50, but we are celebrating we are yes we are this uh even though it doesn't match up mm-hmm. episode number this is the one year mm-hmm. anniversary one year birthday of this show That's, <laughs> 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 Eric yes. on the spot ready to roll yes uh-huh. uh, we are celebrating today yeah can you believe it's been a year since we're we one started? we're one we're one i know and it feels so different than when we were zero yes yeah it does feel different mm-hmm. uh how does it feel different for you? Well, I just know more things. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm one now. And that's <laughs> different than when you're zero, when you know nothing. That's right. And I came in here knowing nothing, at least as far as like podcasts go. That's true. Yes. That's I knew, true. I knew you were some brand things. new. Yeah, yeah. You were brand new to this a year ago. Brand new. I was zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. feel like you got, so you feel like you're the the wizened elder now that you're one on Well, I'm podcasting? only one, so I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. Okay. And so I realize there's lots more for me to learn, mm-hmm. but that I'm one, and so I know more now. And so that's pretty <laughs> exciting. That's No, that is exciting. And, mm-hmm. and I've learned a lot, too. Uh, I feel maybe not so much around the podcasting side, since I, I've done a little bit of that prior to this, but mm-hmm. certainly around a lot of things we talk about, I feel like I've experienced more mm-hmm. at one Yeah. Than I did at zero. Yeah. And you know what's so cool is like what we learned over from zero to one Mm -hmm. is even though we've been doing this together, it's different. It is. Like you've learned different things than I've learned along the way. Mm -hmm. We've both learned and Mm -hmm. and, and grew up a little bit to one. Mm -hmm. Um, But but we (laughs) but but we're sort of on on different paths at times too. And what it was that we were learning, even yeah. though we're having these conversations mm-hmm. weekly. Yeah. And, and, the, and it continues to work even as mm-hmm. it changes and adjusts. I mean, it's still, it's all based in the connection of the conversation and the things we talk about. So, yeah. 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 So what are some of those things as you see it? Like mm-hmm. what are some of those changes that you've seen for you and maybe your perception for me? Right. So, as we know, when we came into this, our backgrounds are very different. Mm-hmm. I came from more of a counseling background, very much more of a, a listening space. So, um, and and then for you, having that teacher background mm-hmm. or that, you know, just used to speaking and mm-hmm. talking a lot. Yes. And so here we are wanting to have a conversation on the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the listener and you're the speaker. <laughs> Um, and so I had to learn over the, over the year to speak more Mm -hmm. and I, and I think I'm getting a little bit better at that. I think I, you know, it was, it was like touch and go in the beginning. Remember when I would do the, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, 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 all the time as you were speaking throughout the whole time. (laughs) Well, I wasn't giving you maybe much room to do more than that. You know, uh, I do remember that. I think you have, I think you've gotten more, I wouldn't say better at it. You're just more comfortable. Sure. I've always been a good speaker, right? When 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 listeners first met us, 
our backstory is, yes, we're doing this podcast, but you were a coach. I was a client. Mm-hmm. And we started that way. Mm-hmm. So, and then, of course, you wanted help when we decided to yes. do this, doing this. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I think I felt a year ago more like I had to, it was important for me to lead, maybe, sure. maybe introduce things mm-hmm. for you to then talk about. But yep. no, that's very true because I don't feel that anymore. Mm-hmm. So like for me, what I'm finding is like you're learning to speak in. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to listen out. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's not a thing. But listening more, sitting more sure. and and being more in my body and present in this moment rather than I think sometimes early on I was thinking oftentimes what do I want to say next right you know? the the exact opposite of presence right right because that's what we typically do especially people who tend to be more of the speaker type mm-hmm. right they are just really sort of focused in these conversations about what are they going to say next but remember when we used to meet and plan the show oh man Extensively. What are we going to say? What topic? What are we going to do? Like, and how we'd are we going to do that? Like a week before. Yeah, yeah, that was that was quite intense. Mm-hmm. And you, you might get the sense listening that we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we put the kibosh on that mm-hmm. because it didn't lend itself very well to being present here in our space, having a conversation. And that's mm-hmm. really what we wanted out of this show in the first place. We didn't want it to be just like just tips and tricks and sharing of information. It was mm-hmm. really more about being in conversation mm-hmm. um, and and then talking about things. Mm-hmm. And now we just talk about things as they sort of come up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it actually works much better. Uh, it's more, it's a more uh, transparent and authentic space, I think, more real. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think another side that's changed with that too is that, as I mentioned a handful of weeks ago on the show, I started the Human Potential Coach Certification Program about four months ago, mm-hmm. which is a certification you have. Yep. You know, and that whole process is teaching me so much about sitting back mm-hmm. and creating space, allowing space, asking questions, and letting other people be in that. So less speaking. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, but that's interesting. So it's divergent in the sense of what we've been learning. But there's also a convergence going on yep. in that, you know, a lot of the training you've had for a while, I'm getting as well now in a very mm-hmm. different, you know, mm-hmm. and that's bringing some interesting sure. converges together, which might be one reason why we don't plan things as much anymore. I, th- yeah. I mean, I think that we both have to kind of be on the same page with mm-hmm. is not planning things going to be okay for us, right? Because mm-hmm. if we enter into the space really sort of super stressed out or anxious about what happens next, then, then that might not lend itself very well to uh, presence-based conversations mm-hmm. either. It's true. Right? So now that you've been able to get some experience and some practice more from a presence-based um, perspective, then you're, you're really feeling the uh, impacts of being able to sit back and, and not sit back, but, but create a container space. Mm-hmm. For there to be another speaker. Yeah. More often. Yes. More often. Yes. Yeah. And it's not, it's not always the case in some of the other endeavors I have. Like, you know, my, my own solo podcast isn't that way. Yep. You know, it's a different format. It's a different approach. Mm-hmm. So there's different prep. Yep. This is just as applicable, but as we've talked about, that's, that's a work in progress, right? Bringing those things, yes. just like anything else with, with presence, how we bring it into 
mm-hmm. our work, our relationships, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it is a definitely a change in experience and perspective mm-hmm. to go through that and to learn and notice more when I'm sitting back, for lack of a better term. Sure. Not talking. Yes. I'm still very aware when I'm not talking. <laughs> what does that feel like for you when you're not talking? And you have this sense in your body of like, oh, I know I want to talk right now. <laughs> Tell us about that. Because <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who experience that if if they decide like, okay, I'm going to leave space for my person who is more of a listener to speak up more because this is what mm-hmm. we're, we're going to have to do yes. if we want our partners or the people that are important to us to speak up more. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to speak less. Yes. Because they're not going to fight us for that space. I know for myself. If somebody's going to keep talking to me, I'm going to keep listening Cause, because that's... Yes, what I'm I good this. at. I'm not going to fight for space. I tend, <laughs> I, unless I'm, you know, really passionate about something. But generally, I will just listen. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we, I, I'm laughing on here because uh, Tawny's heard me talk her ear off uh, for a long time. <laughs> so what, what comes up for me now with sitting back and not talking as much? I think I have a better awareness of whatever the impulse might be as to why I want to talk. Like I'm more aware of it. You know, sometimes I've been uncomfortable with just there being dead silence. <laughs> not not just on this podcast, I but know. just in general. Right. That's been new. You know, so I'm aware of that. But then there's, I'm, I'm learning as time goes by the difference between that moment and when I genuinely have a thought that I think will be helpful or is in response to the connected conversation that I'm in. And the key is the second one is supernatural. The first one is manufactured. Mm-hmm. I still don't always do great with it, but I'm be able to tell the difference a bit more in my body, mm-hmm. in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like this is one of those times you've asked me a question. I'm reflecting on it. This is coming from that, that space. Early on, I think trying to, you know, early on a year ago when we were zero, I talked a lot to kind of, well, this is how we keep the conversation going. Some of it also, I think, too, is we have a year of this. We have a dynamic that has continued to grow and we've added in new things and each learned new things and talked about them. So I trust the space more. Sure. And we have, we have, we're used to the space more. Sure. So that ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. So that's what comes up. And it's much more, really a lot more comfortable being quieter than I think I ever thought I could be. I, I like that space more because what I enjoy about it is I get to see the other person better. Yeah. And with my, you know, my backstory, I used to just run over people. It was all about where I could get what I needed to do. And yeah. that doesn't happen as much. So it feels good to be in that space because it's real connection, you know, and it's given me a spot in this that I can, I can relate when I'm in conversations with family close friends, others, loved ones. Oh yeah. Okay. Here's that space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I can sit back. Yeah. And so it probably feels like as you talk about it, like there's less pressure on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. You can roll with mm-hmm. as opposed to have to roll over. Very well said. I would, I would say too, though, that you, it's similar for you from the other direction. I've experienced you as, not maybe realizing you have more to say than you thought, mm-hmm. 
but more comfortable with kind of playing around with it, talking about it, bringing it out. You know, you certainly don't need me to prompt you once upon a time like I felt maybe you did. Right. That was my story, of course. Yes. You didn't need me to prompt, but I think uh-huh. I told myself that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's so, we have our stories about each other always <laughs> and our roles <laughs> in that dance also, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We can look at all of our different relationships, whether we're looking at, you know, parent to child, whether we're looking at, you know, person to partner, whether we're looking at business partner, intimate partner, friend, and we do make assumptions about what the other person needs for us, from us, and then we do our part, and then the other person does their part, even though um, maybe we're tired of the parts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if part of the reason we don't do that anymore as much is because we've been doing this for a year. And we've made realizations like, yeah, we don't need to prep this as much as we used to. It, it's not as conducive to what we want to do. Uh, I guess we've got, well, we've, I guess you could say we've worked on it, but it doesn't, it's never really felt like work. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a great example uh, that you just brought up. Like, so we decided that we didn't have to have all of the prompts. Mm-hmm. We're, we have different ways of doing things, right? And and our brains are different, just like anybody else. Right, like right. What, what you're able to hone in on and sort of focus on is different than what I do, and, and that's what we're dealing with, right? And that's not a bad thing, although sometimes we make that a bad thing. If people would just think the way we think, then everything would be just fine. But there's no, uh, but that's not realistic. No. And, that w- and it wouldn't be fine, and it would be super boring, right? So, so part of it is that... Um, with the growing is that I knew I, I didn't want to be on a podcast where you felt the pressure of having to be the speaker Mm -hmm. and of having to have everything figured out before we came in here (laughs) because that made sense to you and it, and for good reason. Right. And, um, and then, so then I think that we, I, I didn't, I knew that I didn't want that for myself because I felt limited. Mm. And oftentimes the listener does feel limited. You know, the person in the listener space versus speaker space. Yeah, I guess what I would be. Yes. Yes. I think that that dance isn't done typically very equally. We've got Mm -hmm. the people in the world who are the speakers. Generally, we know these people. Everybody knows these people. We cannot not know these people because (laughs) they're talking a lot. (laughs) They don't shut up. (laughs) Right. Now, the listeners, you know, those generally, those, those listeners are, are not as visible. Mm-hmm. We know they're there because if the speakers want somebody to listen to them, <laughs> right, because why, why else would they be doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but they're just not as visible as the speakers are. Mm-hmm. So the listeners, you know, really do want to be able to express they haven't had a lot of practice, mm-hmm. right? And so it is for us to work together. You know, if the speakers can kind of notice when they're speaking a little bit more than the listener, and and there's some different things that a speaker can do to allow for space for the listener, and it and it can be more of a of a dance of a reciprocal kind of dance where yeah. the speaker sometimes is actually the listener. But some speakers aren't actually the listener. 
I mean, we know these people too. We do. Right? Not a dig, but but we just get really good at what we practice. If we're going to really be in connection with each other, we want space for the listeners to start being able to express themselves. Mm-hmm. And we want those speakers to be able to listen. Right. Because the benefit from the speaker side of that is it opens up new perspectives, ideas, possibilities, and shows in a good way, shows the limits of one's a speaker's thinking or perspective, which when it comes from a place of connection, never feels like a threat or a, a criticism. It opens things up. Uh, yeah, it is It is interesting because the, the speaker, depending on what the motive is for speaking. Sure. You know, and sometimes maybe maybe it's true from the listening side. I know there have been times in my life where I've been speaking so I don't have to hear maybe something from somebody else I don't want to hear or to hide from my emotions. I've joked on here before that it was not a joke. I used to be able to talk a lot about how I thought about my feelings, but not about how my feelings were. Is it true sometimes people will listen because they don't want to say something? I mean, I... Could be all kinds of different yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I often ask my clients that I, that I work with as a couple, what's, what's the purpose of a conversation? Because I like to see sort of like what what the answer might That's be. such a you question. <laughs> what, what is the purpose of a conversation? Like, why do we have them, right? And, and I get all different kinds of answers, right? And it does, you know, certainly the speakers are giving, in general, a particular kind of answer to share information, to teach, to fix. Fix. Yeah, yeah. And the listeners are typically giving different answers. What do they give? Um, support, understand, you know, some of those things, right? Certainly sometimes it's fixing, but the fixing is generally more of a, uh, the one who's speaking, like, mm, right? Yes. That's the purpose of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's the trouble too is like, okay, so now you have a speaker and a listener and we can, we could put different labels, but I just, in general, we, you know, some, most, we either love to talk or love to listen. Some, you know, we're in that continuum. So, so if we're in conversation with each other, right, then um, how do we do this dance in a way that allows for us to have a conversation that, that fits for a, the purpose that is a shared purpose? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if the listener wants just understanding and the speaker wants only to communicate when there's a reason to fix it, right? Then we don't have opportunities to be in conversation with each other very often because mm-hmm. we're looking for different things out of conversation. Yeah. And if that happens on a regular basis, yep. the, the, the relationship will only grow so much. Or not. Or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What came up for me when you were talking about that is it seems like it takes us back to a conversation we had about agreements. What is it, what is the mutual recognition of the nature of the dance, mm-hmm. whatever that is, you know the agreement. I'm wondering if maybe what's worked so well for us as we've these individual changes and growth points have happened over the last year, is because we've had an agreement where we really wanted to see this just grow, and we were both open to the shifts in how we did things. Even though I don't think we ever fully came out and said that. I know we weren't trying to do anything other than 
have connected conversations around, you know, presence-based stuff, but just around stuff that felt accessible mm-hmm. for listeners. And I wonder if maybe that's one reason why this has worked so well is because we had, there's an agreement or an understanding. Cause then what that does is me as a speaker, I know gives you giving you space to speak is important. Yeah. And then, you know, that you stepping in to speaking more is helpful. What do you yes. think? Oh, absolutely. I was thinking as you were saying that sort of one of the things we did agree on early is not to be outcome focused. Yes. We didn't want to have a, this is where we need to get, this is the point, these are the tips. We we didn't want that out of the conversation because being outcome outcome focused doesn't allow us to move and groove, right, with the process. Mm-hmm. With whatever comes up. Yeah. Because if we take care of just doing things this way, the outcome that comes out of it will be what we need. Most likely. Most likely. Mm-hmm. It'll come from an authentic, real space. Real is better than authentic. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no doubt that we are right where we need to be with this, even though it's in a real different spot than it was a year ago. Because we're one. Because we're one. Yeah. We can't be in the same spot if we're one as when we were zero. That's right. That's right. Well, you've added in a lot of other stuff too. I mean, you've got the, you know, the six week self mastery course mm-hmm. at unperfectyourself.com, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can sign up for that. That's a thing that yes. was born this year. Yes, that's a thing. Yeah. Tr- trying to really help folks get outside of that outcome focused. Right. Right. We mm-hmm. are just exhausting ourselves being so. Um, attached, mm-hmm. right, to particular outcomes. Yeah, and the idea of what we need it to be. Yep. You know, rather, and that's the interesting part for me, and I think that's when I step back from speaking so much. I experience more of the, the reality, the truth, that by just being in this moment and being connected and having that flow happen, that's sort of really what I really wanting deep, deep down. The outcomes kind of disguise that or kind of window dressing, but I want connection and meaning and comfort and freedom and space and important relationships where I feel a part of something and not just on my own. I think that's underneath a lot of that. And and it's been one of the benefits of when I stop and slow down and sit back, I can see that regardless of whatever outcomes are happening in my life in that space, I've got what I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Over the decades that I've been meeting with clients in different capacities, when a client comes into the session and says, I have nothing to talk about today, those are my favorite. I'm like, ding, 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 ding. Yep. We are going somewhere today, mm-hmm. right? I don't want you to have something, to have to have something to talk about. And we get to so much depth in those moments yeah. because they're not, uh, somebody's not coming in with a predetermined agenda mm-hmm. about what is going to take place. And if that person's a speaker, mm-hmm. they're going to know how to shape it or want yes. to shape it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some of the biggest conversations you and I have ever had came when I said, I'm not sure what to talk about today. Yeah. Including, I, I mean, I can name them all. The conversation about me not having enough fun in my life yes. was one. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you don't, want or need things from people was another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's so many, mm-hmm. but. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those are my favorite. 
when we don't have that agenda, so much possibility is available to us. And so, hence us not bringing an agenda in yes, here. Exactly. Anymore. Because yep. if you have a chance, Tony, you should go back and listen to some of the early episodes. There's good stuff in there. But based I'm on, afraid. But based on what we're talking about, I know for me, I can totally hear me trying to force the issue. Like, we're trying to get to this outcome or this takeaway. I used to ask you, so what homework does everybody have? What a teacher thing to say. Yes. <laughs> you know, and we caught that early, right? Let's stop doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And I would sit and listen. And I think in maybe not the first ones, but maybe some of the more recent ones, I do notice myself holding holding the space much longer, mm-hmm. even if I just have to keep talking to keep talking to mm-hmm. allow you to practice mm-hmm. waiting for me to stop talking. <laughs> Do you sense that I'm holding the space more fluidly, more easily, whatever, than I did before? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I sense you more comfortable stepping in mm-hmm. than before. And I appreciate the distinction here because I think I interpreted that from the speaker's side. It's like, well, she just doesn't know what to say or she, you know, or she isn't comfortable or she's intimidated. But that's not the case. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. And I'm not intimidated or unable to hold the space either. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's the interesting part. So, wow. Yeah. Hmm. I know you and I didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about where we would be when we turned one. I had no idea where we would be at one. No idea either. Mm-mm. No idea. But there's good stuff. Like you said, you got the, the your six-week courses out there. Yep. Uh, our book is coming along. Yep. We're writing some really... It's really kind of a fun way it's coming together, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And and talk about not being outcome based or like like we have we know where we're gonna go and then stuff happens when it can and mm-hmm. you know and it's gonna arrive right on time. Absolutely. When it's coming, and I think any listeners of this show will appreciate how we're writing it because yes, it's kind of coming together the way this show is kind of coming mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kind of fun, and it's and it's meant to be something that is jargon free and not outcome based. It's more access-based, right? Just mm-hmm. making this accessible because this stuff in the end is available to all of us. Absolutely. And we are never going to stop having conversations. Mm-hmm. So we might as well start digging in and practicing some different dances mm-hmm. sort of to see where we end up. Well, then we'll just keep dancing. Yeah. Well, happy one. Yes, happy almost, one. I almost said one birthday. One. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, to, thank you to all of you for listening uh, to this episode and all the other episodes of Breaking Up With RBS over the past year. Please look us up on Facebook at Breaking Up With RBS. Subscribe to this as a podcast. Leave us a review. Send us an email. Check out our Facebook or our uh, YouTube channel. And more will be coming in year two as we head towards two. So anyway, so till next time, I'm J.D.K. Winnikin. And I am Tani Santabria. Enjoy your space, your speaking, and your listening. Yes. Love it. Stop it now. I'm leaving.